Digital Focus. Well, the talk just won't go away, and I don't think it's ever really going to go away, really. Will the live sheep trade, will it go in 2025? The federal government say yes, and now some are starting to say that the WA state government are thinking along now the same lines. Well, the Australian Livestock Exporters Council, well, they're not giving up the fight, and I do have the CEO, Mark Harvey Sutton, with me this morning. Morning, mate. Morning, Troy. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, well, I know you've been on the front foot with this over the past uh, 12 or so hours, mate. You're probably a little bit maybe sick and tired of talking to it, but you're certainly not going to give up the fight to, to save the live sheep trade. No, we're certainly not, and I'm not tired of talking about it, mate, I can assure you, uh, because it's too important not to, basically. You know, the way that this is playing out, uh, we've been talking to uh, national agricultural groups. We're members of the NFF, of course, yep. um, and by far... Far and away, every group we talk to says this is a red line issue yep. for the sector. Yep. All of agriculture, I'm talking, not just live exports. Uh, and the reason they say that is they're really worried about the sort of precedent this would set uh, if this policy is implemented. Because, you know, the live sheep industry, its reform has been outstanding. We have not had an issue since 2018 uh, and we are the best in the world at it. There's still a push to shut us down. And the only reason that is is because it's political. And that gets everyone else worried because there's every agricultural industry has had some form of social licence challenge. And what this does, it sends a message that you can have that challenge yep. and no matter what you do to address it and whether you fix it, we can still shut you down for political reasons. And that's what everyone's worried about. Have you talked to the WA wool industry about this? Yes, we have. have we've talked yep. to the we've talked to the national wool industry, yep. and uh, I can assure you they are one hundred percent behind us on this. Uh, there is no doubt about that. We talk to them all the time. So I, I noted the minister's comments yesterday, but you know it's very clear to me that they're behind us, uh, and that, that that's not a question. Does it look like to you, mate, that both the WA Premier here and Jackie Jarvis, the Agriculture Minister, have they thrown the the white towel in already? Look, there's no doubt they are in a difficult position. So. I think that needs to be understood. But they have been very steadfast in their support of the trade. They acknowledge the reform uh, and they are supportive of it continuing. There's no doubt there is some politics between federal and state <laughs> labour occurring, but I'm very confident that they are still 100% behind the trade continuing. Uh, and we need to help them uh, carry that argument forward because they should know that this is an all of agriculture issue and we would be very supportive of them doing that. Is there any evidence here, Mark, that say the industry has maybe lost its so-called social licence? The, the, the challenge with social licence is who determines it? Uh, what's the threshold? Yeah. And, and that's what we're trying to seek from the federal minister as well, because he's pointed to uh, the industry losing its social licence according to whose standard. There's no doubt we had challenges, right? And I'd never walk away from that. Mm. But the reason I'm not tired of talking about this issue and the reason we're going to fight is because this industry has reformed. We have, we have outstanding animal welfare outcomes. But in addition to that, we also have very serious food security responsibilities to the Middle East. They're not going to buy boxed beef. They want livestock. Yep. It's as simple as that. And there's a range of reasons for that, be they cultural or uh, logistical. But it's a fact. 
Uh, and it's a responsibility that we take very seriously. Uh, and I think it's a very, perhaps, arrogant position mm. uh, for Australia to take that, well, hang on, no, we're not going to continue to supply that, despite the fact that we've got outstanding animal welfare outcomes and despite the fact we're the best in the world at it. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen anymore. I think that's really disappointing. I, uh, last year, went and did a, a tour of the uh, the live sheep trade uh, here in WA with the uh, the team at the Livestock Collective. Mate, they've ticked every box that's been thrown at them and everything else and they're just doing what they've been told to do and they're doing it pretty well. So surely everything is where it should be at the moment, really, shouldn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. And, that, and that's the challenge that we have. We still have this policy to close the industry. So, I mean, we do, uh, I should emphasise, we still have a very constructive relationship with Minister Watt. We're, yep. we're continuing to talk to him and he's he's got a very clear indication that he wants to talk to us as well. So, you know, we're, we're still doing that and there's a long way to go. Yep. But you're right, mate, the, the, the boxes have been ticked. The industry is doing the right thing. Um, and, you know, he's going to announce a consultation process soon. Um, and we'll be taking every opportunity for that uh, to talk to him about why the policy is wrong and why it needs to be changed, based on evidence, of course. I've heard from a couple of farmers, if this does happen in the year of 2025, that some WA farmers will take an early retirement and they certainly don't want to do that. Oh, well, look, uh, it would be very concerning for mm, the WA farmers. Yep. I can, and, and um, you know, if I was them, I'd be mortified because, absolutely. to me, this is an East Coast agenda looking yeah. to shut down this trade. Uh, and they're dealing with their livelihoods. I'd be very mortified. So I, I can understand why they're concerned, but I'd also uh, like to tell them that, look, we're not giving up on this. I think we can win this. Uh, and the reason we can win it is because we've got the facts on our side. Well, Elbow's just changed stuff to do with superannuation, mate. So I'm sure going forward, if you keep pushing the fight, it might even happen too with uh, the live sheep trade. I'll stick to sheep. I won't cast any comments <laughs> on sheep or anyone. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I, I think you and me, mate, I think we're safe, but uh, who knows? So as you say, uh, the consultation process, uh, still a long, long way to go and you'll have meetings left, right and centre, but uh, surely it stays here in WA, doesn't it? It should. Yep. It should, Troy, and that's the point. It really should. It should continue. How are things beside this, mate? Uh, how are things with the Australian Livestock Exporters Council? Oh, mate, we're going very well. Very busy, of course. Uh, we don't just represent sheep. We represent uh, live cattle exporters and, yeah. and goat exporters as well. And uh, look, you know, it's a, it's a period where uh, volumes are a bit subdued uh, and exporters are dealing with that. But it, it is part of the natural ebbs and flows of the industry. And uh, the one thing we're very fortunate to have is strong international demand. That's never waned. So, and, and to me, that just highlights the importance of why the trade exists and why we do what we do. So, yeah, it's a it, it's a busy time for exporters, um, but uh, it's steady, steady. And of course, we've got lots of work to do on the sheep issue. Is it just the sheep issue, mate? Could it become cattle as well? Look, the federal government has been very clear uh, that they're supportive of the live cattle trade. Yep, yep. Uh, and we're very grateful for that because that is so important. However, going back to that precedent uh, point that I made before, this is this policy was advocated by uh, animal welfare activists and it's been adopted by the government. So, yep. And they've made it very clear they're not stopping at sheep. They'll go for cattle. They'll go for goats. So while the, the assurance is there from the federal government, and as I said, we're very grateful for that, I, I imagine that uh, can be a little comfort mm. Uh, mm. For, for those other exporters as well when this can happen to an industry that's doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, of course, Live Export does support regional communities going forward, uh, not just here in WA, but 
benefit uh, Australia-wide. And not only that, but it also uh, supports the communities overseas as well. It sure does. It sure does. Uh, I mean, uh, we're a huge employer in, in other countries, in Indonesia mm. in particular, which is our biggest cattle market. We're huge. We support families. We support communities. So you're exactly right. Uh, and not only that, it supports our standing internationally because yep. because of those food security responsibilities I talked about before. You know, we, we are the best at, at, at what we do. Mm. Uh, and it's very important we support those countries and communities that we export to as well. So uh, it's the right thing to do. Well, mate, uh, good luck uh, with the fight going forward. We'll uh, certainly be keeping a, uh, a close eye on it here at Rural Focus. And uh, thank you for joining us this morning, mate. Good on you, Troy. My pleasure, mate. Anytime.